information from one neuron flows to another neuron across a synapse. synapse. Welcome to Synapse episode number 11. And we have today our two co-hosts, our girls. The girls' power is here. Anna from far away. Hello, how are you? Hello, I'm very, I'm fine. Th thank you. I'm very happy to be back because I was missing you indeed last week. Aha, uh -huh. and we have also Laura. How are you? Hey, I'm fine. As Anna said, also happy to be here. And we're ready to bring you more news uh, and discuss them and laugh a bit, have some good time talking about metal, talking about whatever the show takes us to talk. <laughs> and let's start with some headlines already. And let's go to the first one. Here we go. Soil work. New single streaming online. Amorphis. New video released. Antimatter. They just announced a new album. My Dying Bright. Released a new track. Ghost. Is streaming their full album. Swallow the Sun will release a triple album in November. And those will be the main headlines we will be talking about. And let's start already with Soilwork. Uh, Soilwork's new album uh, is called The Ride Majestic and it's just about to be released. Uh, this is, will be the 10th studio album they are going to be releasing and it's going to be out on August 28th via Nuclear Blast. And, well... They are releasing a new single as well, which is called Enemies Infidelity. So they released this video and this song. Uh, anybody heard about it? Uh, listen to it? Any opinions? Um, I did. I kind of liked it. I found it a bit more uh, more melodic than the, their usual songs. Um, and I kind of enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to, to the album. Although, I know. From, just from one song, it could be anything. But this song was, was quite good. And I, I was watching, because Anna actually wanted to comment something about the artwork. Uh, I was watching at it right now with more attention. And looks like a painting from representing something, uh, I don't know, like, a, how can we call this? The biblical or something like that. What do you think, Anna? Uh, the artwork uh, is uh, very much, it resembles very much uh, the art of uh, William Blake. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I suggest you uh, you uh, have a look because uh, it's, a, it's not a painting, it's a drawing, in fact. Uh, it uh, shows uh, a uh, a lot of people who are struck by lightnings. And I think that uh, it, it somehow resembles uh, the visionary art of William Blake. It's not colorful, uh, but it's, it's, I think it's this, this, this style of William Blake. I don't know who is the uh, author of the uh, artwork because the, there was no mention uh, the, the mm -hmm. author in the article, uh, but it looks great. And also I enjoyed uh, listening to this song because I didn't know much about this band yet, I have to say. Uh, but uh, just like Lauda, I was uh, positively surprised and uh, I'm looking forward for, to hear this uh, the, the, the new uh, album. 
And also I was thinking about, because the, uh, I, I was reading the article uh, and what the singer is saying. And mm-hmm. he says, uh, the lyrics deal with whatever, what, uh, whether you should escape or succumb to the suffering that you might experience in life in order to find new strength. And this is why, in fact, this, this, this is uh, where the lyrics video should be, mm-hmm. in fact, shown. Yes, uh, presented because yes. this is if if uh, lyrics tackle such an important matter, then I think it it should be it should be uh, published. Mm-hmm. In fact, because uh, th- there was just uh, the song was streamed online, but mm-hmm. without lyrics. And I know we, last time you were talking a lot about lyrics video, but I think in this particular case, it should, it should have been be, good to have the lyrics, right? Yes, it it, it would be appropriate. I think. There was another uh, declaration also by the vocalist that it, it, it's interesting because he says the chorus almost sounds as if Simon and Garfunkel started a, uh, a black metal band. That's the way we like it. It's playful, dark, intense, and melancholic. It's an interesting uh, idea and concept. Yes, we, we we are looking forward to hear the the album. I think all of the three, all the three of us. Mm-hmm. Indeed, I, I think it's going to be very interesting. And in the meantime, we can go and listen to the song. So here it is, Soil Work with Enemies Infidelity. Sign up. Sign up. And we can continue now with the next news, Amorphis. Anna. So Amorphis has released their new video. Uh, it is called Sacrifice. And uh, it is, uh, let's say it aloud, it's a real video uh, m- made in the real forest. We were uh, <laughs> complaining a lot about uh, two weeks ago uh, about Blackmore's Night video, oh, which yes. is <laughs> taking, pl- <laughs> taking place in fake forest. So This now we have a real, real forest. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, it's a finished forest, I suppose, and it's beautiful. Uh, the uh, video is taking place in the forest. Uh, there's a, a singer of Amorphis uh, going there. And I can tell you, it's an interesting trick here because he is uh, carrying the coffin with him. He's got the rope and he's taking the coffin. And I can tell you that a year ago or two years ago, I saw a similar video. It was not metal video. It was a video from editors uh, to the song called Formalhadite. And there was the similar uh, motive or the man carrying the coffin with him with the rope ah, uh, so um, this reminds me because i saw also one uh, <laughs> no uh it was solstafir fiara but in that video there was a girl pulling um a coffin yes so, so it's interesting because you might think why the hell are you co- carrying the the coffin with you right and uh, in the video we can see that the singer is in fact the, the coffin is empty And he is filling them uh, the the coffin with some objects uh, like a watch, a book, uh, branches of the tree, That's and cool. at the end uh, he he just puts it on on fire. Uh, I think it's a very easy. It's a, it, a symbolic way of uh, yes, exactly because the title is sacrifice, and so uh-huh. it's like some you have to give up something just to get something else. So. I think yes. it, it. You see, uh, it wasn't that difficult to make a good mm-hmm. video. Exactly. Uh, yes, and I'm sure that it it wasn't that much. It it wasn't that much expensive, so it, you can still make a good video for a good song. Although I have to say that 
in this song, Amorphis doesn't sound like Amorphis to me. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. No, you're right. Uh, it has the typical elements of Amorphis. And of course, once you hear uh, uh, Amorphis, the song, uh, the singer also, you, you kind of identify him. That's a kind of particular way of singing, I think. So you can always uh, identify yes. him and uh, Anamorphis uh, themselves. Uh, but I, I think I think it sounds more like rock, not like metal. I don't know. Yes, a bit. It's not as hard as uh, other. In fact, as the previous song, I, I, I'd say. Yes, it's a bit uh, of a melodic and lighter at the same time. Uh, it has less um, melodicity, let's say, uh, less uh, instruments um, like the previous one had. Uh, this one is um, it's just the band without any guests, uh, without any um, musicians featuring. Uh, and it's a bit lighter. There are no grunts, um, it's just clean vocals. But the song itself is um, interesting enough. It's, uh, I would say... It's uh, pleasant to, to listen to. And I enjoyed the video. It was uh, quite nice to see if, uh, again um, a normal video, as you said earlier. And yes. uh, I liked it because um, it was the, the band playing together uh, in some shots. And in the others was um, the story of the, the singer Tommy in the forest. And the landscape was pretty nice from what um, I read. It was shot in uh, Helsinki mm -hmm. um, and uh, in Hemelina. Very yes. famous. Uh, and it looked very nice. And I like the the symbolism. The fact that he is pulling the the coffin, the items he found in the, the forest and he puts in, mm -hmm. in the coffin and then lights everything up. And exactly, that, that point of the sacrificing uh, parts of your life or parts of your history because it's like he's going through his through the road you know through life yes and uh, that also yeah. explains a bit the final shot where we uh -huh. see um all those items um consumed by by the fire we see ash but from the ashes we see a plant growing mm -hmm. it's nice i i liked it yes we could consider uh, sacrifice and rebirth. Mm -hmm. Although although I have to say that personally, I wouldn't sacrifice a book. No way. <laughs> <laughs> or a pocket watch. Well, you know, actually, that's something that I always said even before. To For whatever thing uh, you want to do in life or accomplish, there's always something that you will have to sacrifice. And sometimes even valuable things. Yes. Yes, I mean, sometimes uh, some people prefer to be about career and uh, they sacrifice, for example, family or sacrifice something else. Or people that prefer the relationships and sacrifice career or sacrifice another thing. There's always like something you have to pay for, for yes, whatever you pursue. Has a price. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> uh, this was very nice. It was a nice surprise. And we're still looking forward to the full album. It's going to be released very soon. Oh, I can't wait. I just cannot wait for this album. And it's just in one or two weeks, no? Two weeks. Yes, on 4th of, uh, of September. And they also released this song, Sacrifice, as a single. And it has a very nice artwork. 
very similar to the one of the album. I, I actually all are related. Yes, yes, it's um, of course related. Like, uh, uh, and this one has a, a circle with the same uh, elements, and there are four hands holding like um, daggers or swords or what yes, is the that? handle of a sword. I would say from the size of it. Uh, but we just get to see the, the hand holding it and not uh, the full sword or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, although this hand is holding the sword only in the upper part and the lower part, the hands in the right and the left... Making uh, the cross. Uh-huh. Yes, are not holding anything. It's just the fist. Mm-hmm. And of course, there's a sphere there. There's the circles <laughs> around with those details and... Uh, mm. Very nice. It uses the same style of artwork as uh, Under the Red Cloud and Dead of a King. The yes, symbolism. And the main colors are the same. The same re- main colors. Uh, and it's interesting, the symbolism there. Of, it reminds me, you know what, immediately? The Harakiri from the Japanese. The sacrificing yourself. Well, the guitar player Esa Holopainen comments. Sacrifice is a second release from Under the Red Cloud, and it presents a bit more familiar amorphous with catchy choruses and melodic touch. The video was shot in Helsinki and follows the lyrical themes of the song, like Death of a King. Sacrifice was pretty much uh, Jens' decision on a single track. The, band's f- the band finds it too difficult to pick up any single tracks. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you compose all the songs, it's probably hard to pick just one to stand out and to present it to the fans before mm-hmm. you release the full album. Yeah. So yeah, and I think we we tend to discuss was this song a good um, choice for a single? Sometimes we want different things from the songs that are chosen as singles. So yes, I understand mm-hmm. the band very well. Anyway, I we enjoyed the song. We enjoyed the video. Any other ideas? I think no. Anna, I think that Amorphis gets a huge plus from us this week. Yes, totally. And because of that, we are going to go to listen. Amorphis Sacrifice. Sign up. Sign up. Okay, third news from the from the main headlines we have this week. And Laura will talk about Antimatter. Yes, Antimatter has uh, they have just announced that they are going to release a new album. It's called The Judas Table and it's going to be released at the beginning of October. And the band also prepares um a tour. They're going to to have a European tour. But let's talk a bit about the album. They just released the cover and the track list. And they also um, talk a bit about um, the idea behind uh, this this album. And uh, the frontman, Mm -hmm. Mick Moss, states uh, self-consciously about his most recent work. I'm singing about my experiences, but I'm a firm believer that they are everybody else's experiences as well. And the cover is uh, interesting. Uh, you know, the title tells us some things. The Judas Table. So it's about betrayal. And it's about a kiss. Yes. And the cover is with a kiss of two... Uh, hard to say if he's man and woman or... It's like a, Maybe that was the idea. That was the idea. You know, you cannot really say the gender of uh, the gender of any of them, and they are with uh, uh, this kind of uh, 
contention oh. shirts, you know, for uh, mental hospitals together em uh, embraced and like merging or fusioning on a kiss. I, I would say that kiss is quite passionate. Uh -huh. um, and the cover is uh, bright red. So, mm -hmm. yes, probably uh, trying to uh, portray the passion, passion, but also the betrayal. Well, red represents a lot of things, like you said. Yes. Passion. Blood. Blood. Mm -hmm. yes. Effort. Like, uh -huh. um, yes, Anna is right as well. So, uh, I think it's interesting cover artwork. In fact, Antimatter is one of those bands that are not, well, they are known. But it's hard to, to listen to them in, in normal radio, you know. Actually, fortunately, we play them since long, long time ago. Yeah, since, since the beginning. Since, uh, even since the old times in the other station. Uh, we were playing uh, Antimatter. And it's very good to see how they have been developing. Yes, I would say their, their music is a bit uh, depressive and probably mm -hmm. not the cup of tea of everybody. Yeah, not everybody. But they have some very, very good songs. And um, it's going to be interesting to listen to this album because Duncan Patterson is not in the band anymore. And um, I'm very, very curious how um, the compositions will sound like, how they'll be different from the previous ones. But I, I do believe that they're going to be quite as good. This is one of the, the highlights of the year, this album, especially for me. Uh-huh. Uh, have you? What do you have any opinion about antimatter, Anna? I think that the music is hypnotic. Uh, Lava said it's uh -huh. depressive a bit, and I have to agree. But it's more like hypnotic and uh, very much uh, paying attention to uh, it. It catches uh, attention, even though it's not. I mean, it's not metal. In fact, it's it's mm. not heavy. Exactly. But it's, it's sometimes somehow it it's just uh, you know it's very very often that I'm listening to the radio, Dagmar radio, and suddenly there's a music and I'm just checking who is it, who is it, and anytime it's antimatter, I am attracted to the <laughs> to their music. Yes. It's very emotional. Mm -hmm. It's very That's intense. Right. It's very dark mind, let's say. Yes, it's very <laughs> intense. It's um it's something that really grabs your attention, uh -huh. and they have um their way of, of composing. Yes. Let's say that, for example, in, in our case of Dark Mind Radio, although we are a metal station, we like metal, uh, this type of music, which is not exactly metal, I mean, it's sometimes hard to define exactly. Maybe you could say that it's like progressive, but... Uh, Let's just put it there that it's gets not in metal. The mood, fits in the mood and in the, you know. Yes. I, think, I think it's also very intelligent music. For yes. everyone. Yes, I agree. I agree. I uh, I like them very much, and I would recommend this band to to anyone out there. This but is something to definitely check, and we even prepared a song for you. Uh, I think this is uh, definitely okay. something that Present it. that can uh, can get you interested in this band. It was the first song I ever uh, I heard from them, and it's called "Leaving Eden." Okay, we'll be right back. Sign up. Sign up. And as we move on, we arrive now to My Dying Bride. Anna? Yes, uh, My Dying Bride uh, has released uh, a new... Uh, has, uh, uh, an, oh, sorry, I forgot the word. It's fine, uh, it's fine. 
And, uh, count the three and stop. Yes. Them. Okay. Disclose. Oh, that's mm. the word. No, disclose. It is okay to say that they, they yes. have disclosed the yes. new track. No, they have uncovered. No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Disclose. <laughs> okay, released. Just, they have just yeah. uh, published. published. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't know. Released, I think. Released. Okay, let's say we've released. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. I, I was just going to Tesauros. This is my always go to place. You know, because uh, whenever you need to, to find um, synonyms, that's where you go. <laughs> Tesauros. Okay. And I use it daily. So um, let's go mm-hmm. to it. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Delivery, dispensation, absolution, acquaintance, acquaintance change. Uh, oh, no. Release. 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 Okay. That's let's it. say we'll yeah. release. <laughs> okay. They deliver. Uh, deliver. Uh, released, I think, is the best, if it's best. Okay, <laughs> okay let's count yes. three silence and mm-hmm. you can go. Ready? Go. Uh, so My Dying Bright uh, has released their new track, which, track which is called Hollow Cathedral. And it's, uh, it's, it can be heard on their uh, official uh, site, uh, www.mydyingbright.net. You can check it there. Uh, or you can also see uh, the, the band's uh, um, page on uh, SoundCloud. Uh, it's also av- av- available there. Uh, it's, uh, it was... Uh, mm, mm, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it was released... <laughs> Okay. Okay. Sorry. Uh-huh. Go. Uh, it was released and uh, it can be heard. I think it's a very good uh, classic My Dying Bright track. It's very slow. Uh, it's uh, very calm, uh, but it's also very moving. Uh, I don't know if you heard it, if you if it make, made an uh, impression on you. Well, I heard it and I got mm-hmm. bored. <laughs> so I <to> say that. <laughs> but at least um, this song just uh, didn't click. Well, I think it's a typical My Dying Bride. I agree with that, but I just couldn't relate to it. Uh, I don't know. It just, to me, it seemed like it droned on and I couldn't find something um, to say that, wow, this is interesting or this stands out or... Uh, um, it impacts my um, me emotionally. No, it was but just for me. For me, it was like a kind of soundtrack, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to to the vision that you that suddenly appear in your head when you are listening to it. Mm-hmm. You, you know what? Also, sometimes I think with my dying bride, you have to listen the songs around that. For example, this track in particular, maybe to get. Uh, that order in the songs of and maybe will get you in the mood and understand probably that song and get into you into and uh, in my case it probably matters a lot how i listen to it because if i just play it on the um, on the computer for example and then i stand up and do other things or focus on something else uh, even a little bit then it just i know it just blends in the background and it doesn't stand out anymore. Probably I just need to turn off the lights, put the headphones and focus <laughs> only in that. Otherwise, I don't know. It's just not the kind of music that you can listen anyhow. 
Yes, I agree totally. Because uh, you see, I also uh, write uh, my own stories, and for for that purpose, it's perfect. Uh, I'm sure that I will listen to it uh, to it a lot uh, during writing. Mm-hmm. Well, but let's say that this uh, this song is not going to be part of the album, which will be released on 18th of September. Um, but you can listen to it um, at least for a while. And um, so this is not going to be included in the album. No, it's uh, a standalone, but it's going to be featured on the um, October issue of the Decibel magazine. So um, interesting. Yes. yes, they are on the cover as well. Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else about uh, my dying bride? No. Okay. Let's listen to the song. Hollow Cathedral. Sign up. Sign up. And we're back. And from the gloom and doom, <laughs> we come to Oh My Ghost. Well, <laughs> Ghost, why are we talking about Ghost? Because this news is not exactly new. But Ghost is streaming their full album. And the reason we're talking about Ghost is because in the last days, Everywhere I have seen people posting in my timeline, in my timelines of, uh, I don't know, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, people talking about Ghost and about uh, this song, uh, Chirche, which is uh, for the new album. And everybody's happy about it. Everybody likes it very much. <laughs> and in the previous weeks, we talk about Ghost. About you know all this makeup and all this uh, imagery that they are doing about the popes that <laughs> they change a pope every CD. They think they are changing more often than underwear, <laughs> 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 or let's say more often than the Catholic Church. And uh, <laughs> you know, I feel I feel like saying habemos habemos papam. Exactly. We, we've got we've got <laughs> yeah. the, the pope. <laughs> now so i was curious because i didn't watch uh, the video of that song and everybody was posting and talking about it and suddenly we played <laughs> we couldn't do but kind of laugh <laughs> about it and i have to say it's true the chorus is catchy the song yeah. is catchy it's the, the itself it's actually although i have always said that until now, I don't like the voice of a single Pope. But this song is catchy, and I kind of liked it. <laughs> but the video, the video is very funny. Because imagine that suddenly it starts a school uh, talent show. All the parents are invited to the theater. They start to arrive. You know, I don't know if you have ever been to these kind of events of schools where attends the parents... But you can see all kind of people arriving always, you know, parents that are always kind of grumpy, parents that are always very laughing, always very sociable, others that maybe are a little shy and stay only in, in a place. You can see something like this in the video, parents arriving, all type of parents. And you can see uh, a girl arriving with a mom, but the girl is very, uh, what's the name of this cartoon of a... Uh, Dark, very dark, uh, gothic girl. Um, she reminds you of Wednesday. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember the name of this girl. Uh, Emily cartoon. Strange. Emily Strange. Uh-huh. Yeah, something like that. So, uh, she uh, she arrives, or, or like uh, the one from the monsters, uh, or, yeah, the monsters, or... No, the other, the, the Adams family. Uh, Wednesday. Yeah, yes, Wednesday. Wednesday yeah. Adams. <laughs> yes, one of them. Any of them, actually. You can choose or combine them. But she was arriving very moody, very dark, very gloomy. And the mom very, you know, like, weird dressed. Like, almost, yeah, we, she had a white thing <laughs> in the neck, you know. Anyway, they sit down and start to pass children. And the first uh, image of a children playing, what was? Um, I think it was ma Magician taking a magician. teddy bear of the head. Uh -huh. And there was uh, one with a hula hoop. A hula hoops and one uh, singing, something else. Mm, I think there was no singing before. Anyway, some parents were very happy. Uh, the girl was very gloomy and watching the stage. Uh, the director of the school or somebody representative from the school was presenting more acts. And there were also a couple of parents that you could really easily spot there looking very nerdy, <laughs> you want to say. <laughs> And, you know, with the mustache, I think the parent had a mustache, glasses. Um, anyway, he was there. They were watching the show, always like, mm, mm, nah, not impressed. I'm not impressed, you know. And suddenly, <laughs> the lights of the school start to uh, turn all different colors and starts the music of Ghost. And when the cameras roll over the musicians, are all children dressed up like ghost and the pope is a kid exactly painted with face painting everything the uh that had uh, you know with a cross down everything like the pope the original pope and all the public is like <gasps> and the emily the girl is like oh <laughs> And the parents that are just all like, uh-huh, start like, hey! <laughs> This is getting interesting. Uh, yes! <laughs> and they start to sing the chorus and blah, blah, blah. And then the Pope is like enchanting the girl, taking her to the stage, grabbing no, her no. hands. Yes. And the mom pulling her away from them because, come on, how could you go to the dark side? Or I don't know. That's the impression I got. And, uh, The parents of the uh, that were there are like, ah, bravo. And then suddenly the girl gets uh, upset because she gets uh, taken away. And the director is trying to take the Pope out of the stage. And she gets like superpowers suddenly. And she starts like cursing people around close to the gates of the auditorium. And people start to get sick and like enchanted. And Reminds you of Carrie? Yeah. <laughs> And <laughs> so at the end, you know, ends up the the show. Everybody's or or dead or out. I don't remember now. <laughs> no, I don't think they're that. They're just uh, feeling bad. I think feeling bad and so on. And you know, they are in the stage, and the only per persons that stand up and clap are the girl and the two parents, which happen to be the parents <laughs> of the boy of the pope. <laughs> And they are very happy, very excited yeah, about you, it. You always have to support your own kid, right? <laughs> <laughs> no matter what he sings. 
Oh my god, it was uh, really, really funny. Yeah. But the song is catchy. <laughs> yeah, the song if you, is if okay. you listen to the song without mm-hmm. watching the video, it's good. It's okay. Yes, it, it's quite okay, I would yeah. say. Yes. So you you better you better like ghost otherwise you you will get cursed. Yeah, seems that somebody, yeah, exactly, uh is maybe conspiring for me to see these kind of things about ghosts because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, after we talk about them, I have seen them constantly in my time. <laughs> 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 or maybe I just pay more attention to it. <laughs> I have to tell you that uh, I haven't heard Ghost before because, uh, well, it's just that we started to talk about it uh, during the shows. Uh, and uh, so I said, okay, so I better check it because uh-huh. I was thinking, I was thinking that perhaps when, uh, when I found out uh, about the, the, the music, I mean, I didn't hear the music itself, but I heard about this uh, anti-Catholic stylistics, about uh-huh. this this makeup and so on. So I thought, okay, they must be playing black metal. So mm-hmm. I checked it and I was shocked because it was some kind of light rock, not exactly. black metal yeah. at all. You know, it's, it's not Dimo Borgir, it's not no. Cradle of Field, nothing like this. Not so, even Samuel at the beginning, you know? Oh, well, very beginning, I think. Well, bef- uh, with, uh, before, with Ceremony of Opposites and Under, you know, uh, all that this, uh, the CDs before that, are very black metal and very uh, satanic lyrics and so on. Yeah, but Ghost is like rock, you know, just just like rock like, for me. I, yes. I mean, perhaps perhaps it's because I was I am accustomed to to much uh, heavier sound. I, don't I know. know. It, 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 sometimes I kind of think that Ghost is more like a, a teenage girl badass band. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, listening to, to feel uh, evil, I don't know. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> yes, be careful, Laura, or you will be cursed. <laughs> you will be cursed. Well, yes, by, by the by the pope. By the pope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. It gets more significance, you know. Yes. <laughs> you will be excommunicated. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well. Okay. No. Im- I'm, imagine I'm, if the if the previous pope, <laughs> the real pope of Catholic Church was excommunicating people for watching Star Wars, what this guy is going to do to you? Just imagine that. I don't don't really care what he might try to do. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I see it here even, you know, nowadays in in our country, in Romania, um, the church trying to curse people, uh, people, uh, believers, trying to use this kind of thing of cursing other people. Like, if you do something bad, you're going to be cursed, bad things are going to happen to you. It feels like we are back in the... I mean, feels like... You never those, left Middle Age. Yeah, some people never left. Wow, it's... Um, it's weird. I can't believe that some people would still believe in that, would still try to use that and think that it has any impact on the people but well okay let them let them do it <laughs> probably my my hair will be on fire <laughs> or something i don't know <laughs> but well, uh, the music in general okay let's talk about a bit the the full album uh, meliora of ghost 
Um, we listened to it a few times because um, it's available for streaming, yes. and we we were just curious to see what all the hype was about. So we had it playing, and uh, if you didn't know that it was Ghost, I would have said that this is a band from the seventies. <laughs> that kind of <laughs> of rock sounds like to me, but um, like credence. No, more like well, um, credence are gods compared not to this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, although this album is a bit more catchy and interesting than the previous ones. Well, that's true. That's true. I mean, like I said, this song in particular was very catchy, and they have been promoting a lot uh, the previous one called uh, uh, Misery or Mystery. What was the name of? Or mm, right now I forgot the name of the previous uh, uh, release of song. Um anyway we are putting for you on uh, here in the show notes of the show uh the link to listen to the full ghost album and I really really would like you to tell us what do you think about it you know make a comment there in the uh, write down in the show no in the show, show uh post in the website of this sign up episode And let us know, or send us an email. What do you think about Ghost? Do you agree? Do you disagree? What is good and what is wrong about them? And uh, just for the sake of, you know, giving them a chance to people to listen to them, let's go and listen Ghost with Chirche. And we come back. Amen. <laughs> Sign up. Sign up. And it's time for Swallow the Sun with Laura. Yes, they are going to release a triple album. And that's the kind of news that really stands out between all the lyrics, new albums, um, canceled tours, touring certain places of the earth. Anyway, <laughs> these kind of things you don't see every year. Let's say not even in five years, because I don't know another band that released a triple album. Yes, me neither. This is no, the first time I yes. heard. I heard about usually. Usually, album. they release a double album, and usually, double albums are a normal version and an orchestral version or alternative version. Yes. I don't know, but a triple album, and each album is different. I mean, it's a full release. Mm, that's something. Yes. So let's hope that it stands out but through that it can uh, either uh, be re really bad or really good because i don't think you can have a mediocre three album well they have waited three years for releasing a cd yes, so and let's there, take there that there a lot of discussions about the whole process of composing recording and, and everything so i think everybody is um having high hopes about this album and uh, yes they they got a lot of attention with this uh, this news probably that's what they uh, they were expecting and of course we can't wait to hear the first single or at least uh, a teaser it's yes. going to be yeah the main uh, uh, songwriter and guitarist Yuha Raivio uh, was saying that making a triple album in this godforsaken digital and modern day age many will say it madness I say is to bring worth, heart, and respect back into the music and to the industry 
And to the album format where it belongs, sorry, this should never turn into a uh, shallow fast food industry where music is only downloaded one song at a time. These albums hold life, death, gloom, beauty, and despair in their deepest levels and forms. The three chapters are different but connected. One long journey through these songs written up here in the north. Music is holy, albums are holy. See you on the other side. That's what he says. What do you think? I think that they must really have something to say if they are releasing three albums. Yes, exactly. Very good point. And I hope the music stands up to what uh, he had to say. Um, Because otherwise it's going to be a big fail. So yeah, well, let's say um, they have the... They could create really good music. Now we just wait and see, right? They have also given these details about these albums. Uh, the records are very different from each other, but still form one entity. Uh, one with respect to Swallow the Sun's traditions, the second beautifully acoustic, and the third a trip into the funeral's doom's dark world. Mm-hmm. So so it really sounds uh, interesting and, and mm, promising, I think. Yes. Uh, in 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 you know, in a way it reminds me a bit. Um, although it was not released as a triple album, but was a three album band practically. Which one? Mortal Love. They release three albums that are interconnected to each other. It's actually if you hear all the titles of the three albums mean something altogether, and the songs themselves, you know, interconnect from the first to the last album. Let's see, I don't know exactly uh, what are they planning or what's the topic on this uh, triple album, but sounds very interesting. Uh, this also reminded me of uh, Devin Townsend project, the four albums that he, uh, Devin Townsend released. Um, he wrote the music for them in about two years after he gave up uh, drinking and smoking. And I think he, he composed this without the help of drugs. And they were quite, quite amazing, the albums. I'm really, really, really looking forward to this triple album of Swallow the Sun. This covers the headlines that we talked about uh, since the beginning, but there's one that we missed uh, to mention, and it's about Epica. Yes, Epica has also released a live video, Um, because, well, we just love to talk about videos. That's what we do about (laughs) here in Synapse. Videos, videos, videos. (laughs) Girls, girls, girls. Right. So... Let's go back to Epica. Uh, they release uh, a live video for the song uh, The Essence of Silence, taken from the Quantum Enigma. And uh, this song, I think they, they sang it very well live and fits uh, beautifully for um, a live performance. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it, although I'm not a big fan of, of Epica. Uh, I found it entertaining. I liked um, the, the way it sounded. Uh, the voice of Simone was quite good. Also, Mark sounded uh, quite well. Uh, but mm. one thing I didn't like very much were the lights in the show. The lights? No? It's exactly um, what I was looking at now, and they look very good. Well, it was a bit tiring. Hmm. I I watched like two minutes of, of it, and then I just moved to, to something else because it was a bit too much. I think they were... Um, Lot of strobe. Uh, yeah. So they should well, put a warning. This can cause uh, epilepsy. 
<laughs> yes, I, I'm not epileptic, but uh, it was tiring for the eye. I mean, it's hard to focus when you have uh, the lights flashing so much. Well, I know. I know that it's hard when you have lights like this in front of your eyes, but uh, I think the combination here actually is good. And you can see actually in the video the typical S uh, mic, mic stand that Simone uses. Yes. In the shape of an S. Uh, which is nice, actually. I like the mic stand. Looks nice. Yeah, it's okay. It's just, you know, the song. Live. Nice shots. Li nice lightning. <laughs> but. Yes, you, I think you are one of the, the few that think that. Imagine a full show of, let's say, two hours with those kind of lights. Good. Wow. Everybody's epileptic and, you know, <laughs> starts to get slamming in the middle of the show. So. <laughs> Crash into each other. Awesome concert. That, or that uh, can be accounted for how um, quiet and peaceful the public was. Because it seemed to me like everybody was just in a trance. It depends in which country was filmed, right? I think it was uh, shot in Brussels, Brussels. Okay. Maybe that explains why. Maybe. If I they would know. have shot this in Brazil, for example, you wouldn't well. see this. You would see people flying in front of the camera all the time. <laughs> yes, just singing along. Or like once, uh, I remember there was a release, uh, let's say bootleg release of a concert. Which one was? I don't remember right now. You could see something in the video from the second floor, somebody jumping down to the first floor. <laughs> And nobody notices until the release of the bootleg. It was really weird. But no, actually, in this video, you can also see some people moving around. Some hands. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the best they can do. Well, I don't know, but uh, Latin America has a lot of fame for their concerts. Because people get more crazy, more passionate about the concerts and... Yes, that's the why the bands love to go and tour in Latin yes, America. The, the atmosphere is great. Yes, you have been in one of those. Yeah, I've been several. And but, um, you know, you, I remember so much. A friend of mine what used to say, "I don't like, for example, Lacrimosa. Mm. Imagine how boring would it be to go to a Lacrimosa concert." And I told him, "Have you ever been in a Lacrimosa concert in Mexico?" <laughs> yes, because you are... have no time to get bored. Believe me. Yes, you're fighting for your life. You're there. fighting for your life in the front of that concert. Uh, and that's literally people, okay? Yes, and that's literally people pushing you, people jumping, people, I don't know, uh, rolling over your heads. And Yeah, we have a lot of stories from Lacrimosa concerts. Yeah, 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 you have no idea. And uh, somebody uh, jumping over our heads and me twisting an ankle of somebody and... <laughs> Passing him to the front and boom. <laughs> but, I mean, are you serious? I'm serious. <laughs> yes, it's serious. I'm serious. A lacrimosa concert. Uh, yes, okay. not what you, you would expect no, here. I, but you know what's the most interesting part, for example, now that we move to talk about lacrimosa instead of Epica? Uh, <laughs> you could think that uh, the songs of lacrimosa are so moody that nobody would do anything. Yes, but, exactly. But in Latin America, people is really getting into each song, into each, you know. Uh, and the funny thing is that they know all the lyrics. 
German. 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 People might not speak wow. German, but they pronounce perfect all the lyrics. <laughs> Or they, it's like phonetics, you know, just pronouncing the phonetic of the words, probably. But uh, it's really impressive to see a concert of Lacrimosa in Mexico, for example, or in Argentina, or where you see people really going crazy over them. I mean, jumping. Respect, respect for, for the fans in Latin America because I am a very gothic, but Lacrimosa is too depressing even for me. So I am, <laughs> I am no. absolutely, I am absolutely uh, stunned to hear it and really big respect to the fans. Be to, believe in me, America. I have been in many, many concerts of Lacrimosa since uh, what was one before Elodia, uh, since Inferno. Since Inferno, I have been to concerts of Lacrimosa until uh, Der Morgen Danach. What was the name of the next, uh, of the full album? Uh, Facade. Facade. Um, until then. After that, no, actually, I didn't like any more the music of Lacrimosa, but all before Facade. I think Facade was amazing. I like it very much. I really like it very much. Uh, And talking about Lacrimosa, do you know that they are going to release a new album this November? Really? Oh, really, I didn't know. Really? Oh, now we have another headline. <laughs> well, uh, I was waiting to uh, to talk about this news when they are going to release the track list, the cover artwork, some more information or um, a specific date. Because so far we just know that they are preparing a new album. They released a few dates for a new tour. Uh -huh. They are going to tour Japan uh -huh. and then Europe. Um, but there are no specifics. Uh -huh. So well, One more thing that I forgot to say about Lacrimosa Live. Tilo Wolf is impressive in the stage. A true frontman. A true frontman. He can move masses. That sounds, like I said, a little weird, considering the type of music of Lacrimosa. But he can truly make the mass move and do whatever he wants. Unbelievable. He has such a personality. You feel it just the moment he's in the stage in front of you. You feel that shock of his personality to you. It's really good. I, I, li I like it very much. I, li I like to see Lacrimosa live. That's why I kept returning to their concerts. I wonder if you would enjoy this much one of their concerts uh, here in Europe. Oh, yeah, I don't <laughs> Especially know. Especially if the public has chairs. <laughs> oh my God, no. Well, now that we are talking about this, let me share this story with, uh, with our listeners because I had the following experiences while being in Europe. Uh... Practically in Mexico, lots of bands are big. Have Almost any European band wants to go to Mexico to concert. For the reasons we have said before. For example, I can say now the example of Haggard. The concerts in Mexico are amazing of Haggard. And actually, I think you were one, Laura, no? Uh, With me. Yes, one there, but uh, I think I had more concerts of Haggard here. Okay. And, right. and parentheses, when will their new album be released? I mean, <laughs> they have the like two years. Three, years, three years, yeah. Oh my god, damn. But well, let, let me tell the story. And uh, we won, we go now in, in here in Romania to watch Hoggart. I was so excited because of my previous experiences in concerts with Hoggart, the public, everything was like amazing. And I arrived here to the concert. Uh, let's say that it was not the fact that it was in a kind of uh, theater with seats. That has nothing And to do because people can still venue. stand up 
and make a huge, uh, you know, crowd, a good crowd. But suddenly, like 80% of the concert, people were sitting on the chairs and watching. And I was like, uh, when people will start to stand up over the seats, <laughs> when people will start to maybe fly around or sing, well, they were kind of singing, but when will people will start to, you know, chant or to move the hands or to do something? Be more involved. Be right? more involved with the band. And of course, everybody was a, a big applauses and, you know, at the end of each song. But mm -hmm. during the songs, everybody was just sitting and watching. Like, lost. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I want to jump, I want to jump, I want to do something. And the same experience I had with Nightwish. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Imagine that the one of the first times I saw Nightwish back in 1999 or 2000, I don't remember. Uh, they came and before them was playing Tiamat. I, actually, no. Nightwish was another band, then uh, Nightwish and then Tiamat. Something like that was the order. Yeah, it makes sense that the Tiamat was the uh, was headliner. Headline. headliner, exactly. Oh, my God. We were trying to survive the first band in the front to be able to watch Nightwish. It was, by the moment Nightwish started to sing, I was already so exhausted to be in the front and trying to be in the front from all the public push, pushing around and, you know, slamming and waves of people trying to move everybody. And for you out there listening, we should mention that Rafa is not a very I'm not very a tiny person. <laughs> I mean, for people that don't know me, I used to be a power lifter and an American football player. I used to do squats with 300 kilos above. So <laughs> I can tell you that it was hard even then. <laughs> and we were there. And my first concert watching Nightwish back in the day was amazing. People just excited, jumping over each song. And like I said, the Latin American public is something really different. You feel that vibe and makes you move. Even if you are from Europe and you go there, you are there and you move, like it or not. <laughs> even if maybe you don't want the people move you, even if you don't <laughs> move. <laughs> But once again, we go to Bucharest to see Nightwish for the first time in 2004 here in Romania. And <laughs> first of all, Taria goes out to the stage with bodyguards. I remember so much that part. She came with police uh, to the stage. And there were police people in front of the stage. Mm -hmm. And it starts the Kingslayer. And I was like, ah! and all the police starts to watch me with very bad eyes. And I was like, oops. And I watched people around me and everybody was, you know, clapping and moving their hands, but nobody was moving or jumping. And all the police with hands in the front, you know, like watching and being and I was menacing. Like, uh, I wanted to move and everybody immediately watching at me. And I was like, uh, well, these people think that I'm going to make a riot or what? <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I had this kind of experiences here. People well, is more passive. I don't know um, if it's true or not, but that was yes. my impression so far. Yes, I would say it's true. Uh, because I had a, the experience, as you said, also here with mental concerts and also in Mexico. And it's a big, big difference. But now I would like to ask this to, to Anna. If you have been to metal concerts, do you think people is more passive or you have had uh, some good experiences in this? 
I have to say that, well, I haven't been to metal concerts since a while, but I remember very well the first one that I came to, and uh, that was Metal Mania uh, in uh, Katowice in Poland. Uh-huh. And and it was, you know, it was a huge festival. Uh, the the whole, uh, the, the, the one uh, of a year kind of festival. Uh-huh. And yes, you know, it was uh, 1998, I think. Uh, Which so, Moonlight you know, was, was the... playing there, right? Again? Moonlight was playing in that one. Uh, yes, yes. And also The Gathering. I remember uh-huh. The Gathering perfectly and Therion. Uh, Therion oh. was playing with Martina uh, wow. at the wow. time. What a time. Yes, exactly. So that was lucky you indeed. Yes, that was my first concert. And I remember uh, that was, I think, but in fact, the, the, I think the headliner was uh, Judas Priest. Wow. Yes. Yes. Uh, But you know, my, uh, that was my first concert, first ever concert. And it was uh, so long because it started around, I don't know, four o'clock and it Mm -hmm. lasted till uh, 11. And I was standing all the time. And at some point, I was just so tired that I just wanted to, uh, you know, even though I uh, I was living for a moment, uh, we were with my boyfriend at the time, uh, I was living for a moment, you know, when the bands were not the best one, not the ones that I wanted to see. Uh, but still, I was so tired that I think that for a couple of days after that, I didn't even remember what was happening right now i remember exactly but i was so tired after standing for so so much and uh, i think this is something that really uh, prevents me to go for a concert in fact i have to say it i have to admit it i'm lazy <laughs> and uh, you know standing for some so this idea with it's not that, that bad, Raphael. believe me yeah i know well we, were, we had a similar experience when we went to uh, also a festival which was called in those times Loud and Louder. And among the bands, uh, we had Rage, we yes. had Therion, we had Nightwish, Nightwish. we had uh, 69 Eyes, 69 Eyes, and I don't know, many bands in the same day like this. Yes, and the concert started at four in the afternoon and, and was going to finish at one. one or two in the morning. One a.m. <laughs> and we, but that's not the issue. <laughs> the issue is that we had to be since the morning in the line to enter to the place. <laughs> And yes. like you said, we have been standing all day long. We were so tired at yes, the end. It's not just staying or, let's say, be relaxed, walk, walk, uh, walking, uh-huh. but you also have the the pushes of the people, people. around you. Uh, exactly. The, um, it's tough. And you know yeah. what? That concert was the concert before the... End of an era. One week. One week before that. End of an era where Tarajo was kicked out. <laughs> yes. Where I remember so clearly we it, were it talking was, that Tarajo was singing so bad. Uh, I think was um was one of the, the last three concerts with yeah, her. Something with like that, yes. But well, I, I would like to ask now to the listeners. What has been an experience for you in a concert? Tell us your best experience or your worst worst experience. And what if we do now something? Let's choose the final song to listen. Uh, the three of us. A live version of a song. What What is your favorite live version of a song, Anna? Uh, oh, so many things to pick from. Huh? Well, the first but, one that comes to your mind. 
Uh, we, you were talking about uh, Children of Bodom uh, last time, so I'm thinking about uh, something from their live concert, uh, from, from the live album. I was thinking about, uh, I remember you played uh, Every Time I Died uh, once when I asked in the, uh-huh. in the chat. So I, I would pick this one, but what, whatever your wish is, I, I would... Okay. Uh, Now, let's see, Laura, what do you think Or what is your best live song that you have or that you would like to hear now? Um, my favorite live album is definitely from The Gathering. And uh, it's a semi-acoustic album. It's called Sleepy Buildings. And from that album, I would choose Travel. I think that song is just amazing. Okay. And in my case, one of the songs that I just always always love and it's so epic for me to hear live is uh to megatherian oh yes i always get chills you know, hearing that song and i get like oh, i want to you know <laughs> destroy something around me oh <laughs> with the solar sign in my hand <laughs> Although, although we probably should play Lacrimosa from the Latin America tour. <laughs> yeah, that would be something. Well, Lacrimosa, they have uh, that live album back in the day uh, when was, uh, I don't remember if it was Inferno or it was a double CD live. We have mm-hmm. that one, actually. Yep. If we were talking about Lacrimosa, maybe we can play something from that live, no? Yes, I agree. Okay, then let's play Lacrimosa live. Is the song is going to be a surprise and we return. Sign up. Sign up. Okay, that was Lacrimosa and I think we arrived to the end of the show. Uh, anything else you would like to say, Anna? Uh, well, it was great to be here back, uh, back, back here again and uh, it was uh, a very good show. Very, very funny. Uh, I had a lot of fun here oh, yes. with you. Uh, so thank you very much and I uh, hope to s- see and hear you uh, well talk to you <laughs> n- next week thank you very much okay Laura I think it was a great episode we really had a lot of fun we talked a lot about our experiences about live shows and about um, different news mm-hmm. we uh, went a bit off course but I think it was for the best yes it was a great experience and I hope to uh, have you around for our next episode well i think that's the uh, one of the many of the most important things that we want to have fun doing this podcast and i think every time we have had fun and i hope you also enjoy it the our listeners and that you have some fun uh we would like you to give us your feedback uh and if you like what you hear Go tell somebody else. Go tell somebody else and, you know, recommend us. Uh, my name is Rafael Ruiz. And I'm going to talk to you next week. Sign up. Sign up. Sign up.